Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Culture here. Thank you very much for joining me as always. And you're going, Simon, why he stood in a haunted house right now? Well, I'm going to tell you. You're going to find out otherwise. I may be in Texas right now. And this weekend, I may be wrestling for Thunder Rosa's wrestling promotion, Mission Pro Wrestling. And amazingly, I made none of that up. That's what's happening. But damn it, ups and downs never stops over my dead body, which is actually something we're going to talk about in just one second. So hopefully you forgive the weird setup. However, it meant I got to watch SmackDown Live and not at like one o'clock in the morning, which I always appreciate. But did it good or did it suck? Did it good, did it suck? I'm very jet lagged. Let's give the good bits and up and the bad bits are down. Let's back it out. <laughs> This indeed was the 1200th ever episode of SmackDown, as Michael Cole and Pat McAfee told us at the start. And I did not need to know that. I mean, I basically got a shovel and started digging my own grave. I was like, well, if time is going that fast, I may as well get it done. Ronda Rousey had the honour of kicking us off this week too. And I tell you, if that thing at SummerSlam was meant to make her a heel, it did not work. That's because the fans went absolutely nuts here. Even though she got on the microphone, it was all like, yeah, I know I'm meant to be suspended, but I've already paid my fine, so you should let me get back to wrestling. I was like, Ronda, that is not how it works. You have to pay the fine and you have to do the time. <laughs> right. Does it make you come across as a badass? It absolutely does. Especially when Adam Pierce walked out and was like, listen, Rons, I can't help you. That's above my pay grade. And it's a bit like, well, if it's not your job, whose the hell is it? And after Ronda Rousey flipped out some more, she beat up a bunch of security guards, I mean, with ease, to the point Adam had to be like, oh my gosh, he sent policemen into the ring and they actually arrested Ronda Rousey. So I was like, that's it. We are definitely making her a good guy. I mean, they even drove her away in the cop car as all the fans went, the, we want to see Ronda more. And I really like this too, because as she was driven away, you saw Roman Reigns getting out of his vehicle. And I always loved that smooth transition. We'll talk about him later. Let's just run with all this though, because if it is working, listen to the crowd and react accordingly. 
And maybe, just maybe, right now, Ronda Rousey feels like she's more over than she ever has been. Probably exaggerating, but we do that a lot. We got into our women's tag team tournament, and yet Nikita Lyons and Zoe Starks are out of the thing. Apparently because one of them is injured, although this was in Canada, so you know you have to go over the border. But as a replacement, we had Toxic Attraction. Now, not only did Gigi Dolan and JC Jane get a gate reaction, but they came to the ring. I'm going to believe this. But they actually won. That's right. They beat Natalia and Sonya Deville. And I stared at it for ages like this because that never happens when people get called up from NXT. Because we were up north, of course, Natalia got a really good pop as well. And yes, Bailey, Sky, and Kai were at ringside. And if you wake up every day and think to yourself, why can't I just watch Michael Cole getting bullied? <laughs> this is the SmackDown for you. Bailey just kept firing shots at him. Quite funny. And yes, look, there was a slight hiccup during this when we had something go awry with a Hurricane Rana. But if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. These are just human beings. And when they do make a mistake, you don't have to just melt down. Just think how you would feel in that situation and give them a pass. Because what we really should be talking about is the fact that Toxic Attraction came across like a great tag team. I mean, they were doing frequent tags. They were cutting off the ring. Eventually, Natalia got the hot tag. I mean, it doesn't tie into what I was just saying, but it is true. She went absolutely potty and hit a bunch of German suplexes and applied the sharpshooter. And given the circumstances, I was like, well, I'm sure this is going to build to her winning. But no. Because after some jawjacking with Bailey's crew, Natty didn't realise that JC Jane had made the blind tag. She snuck in and she hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. The surprise roll-up and she got the three. And I actually said out loud, well, hot damn. I mean, I just like this a lot because, again, this is how you call somebody up. Instantly, they look like they know what they're doing. And they're going through to the semi-finals of the Women's Tag Team Title Tournament. We are living in crazy times, people. And then, Sami Zayn, man, can we please just give him some kind of an award? Because not only did people go absolutely crazy when they saw him on the big screen, because, of course, it's Sami Zayn in Canada, but he actually got into a conversation with Roman Reigns... And this week, our tribal chief was happy to talk. Well, I say that, but he's never actually happy. He's always got something going on. And Sammy was very upset because, of course, last week he had taken a move. He had got in the way to save Jay Uso. But he hadn't even got as much as a text message saying thank you. And I was like, you're right, Sammy. That's terrible. Thing got even worse because Sammy Zayn decided to answer Roman's phone. And it was just the Usos going, oh, man, we hate you. We think you absolutely suck. But the big takeaway is that they're not going to be on Smackdown. So Roman is all by himself. Now, Reigns was actually quite nice to Sammy here. So my eyebrow was going up. So I was like, well, something's going on here. But the absolute best part is that he turned to Sammy. I don't know why I'm doing my hands here. And he said to him, hey, I want you to give a message to Kevin Owens. I don't owe him Jack Shib. And Zayn was all like, well, I'm not that close with him anymore. And if this isn't the planting of seeds of Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn to get back together, I don't know what is. I mean, I can actually start to smell that maybe they are going to reunite and maybe given the storyline, they are going to beat the Usos for the tag team titles. And I thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. I need that in my damn life. This glory then continued because we cut to the ring and who was stood there? the maximum male models and I need goofy wrestling in my life. Max Dupree got booed instantly before he could barely say anything and then I was totally shocked because do you know who interrupted them? Somebody was always going to interrupt was Hit Row. All it took was one insult and these teams started to brawl when our good guys came out on top 
They then cut a rap, which was actually pretty good, and it got even better, because Maxine Dupree was trying to dance when Max stole her and dragged her off like, what are you doing? And yes, this actually means that the models and Hit Row are going to feud, and that's something else I didn't know I needed in my existence, but I absolutely do, because I have no idea where that's gonna go. So when you take the Sami Zayn stuff and you take this, all of it was just making me so happy. Carrying Cross and Scarlet were here, and you know the deal. They just go, oh man, tick tock and clocks, because they're obsessed with the damn thing. When it was time for a fatal five way to determine who was going to become the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, I tell you right now, you got to go watch this. It was flubbing great. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It was also Seamus versus Zayn versus Ricochet versus Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss. And I tell you, I kind of sat there like, I don't know who's going to win this. But then I realized I don't actually care. You could have given it to any one of these and I would have gone, well, that guy versus Gunther, that guy versus Gunther, that guy versus Gunther. I am absolutely tuning in. And of course, a big reason for that is everybody in the match. But the other part is flubbing Gunther. I mean, all of it just feels so damn new and so damn fresh like it's some bread. But the absolute highlight was how over Zayn was in this. I mean, if you want to watch something and feel warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum, this is the place to go because he just got cheered. I swear there was some kid in the front row crying, oh, sorry, Zayn, I love you. And if we do not use this to turn him back, babyface, and to turn him into the Sami Zayn he was in NXT, then we have all lost our minds. But given that it was Triple H that booked that in the first place, well, I guess we're going to do it. I mean, he was so over. 
Moreover, when it broke down to him versus Ricochet and Rick just hit Hurricane Rana, everyone was like, oh, Ricochet, we hate you. You absolutely suck. And look, later on during this thing, Ricochet went crazy and was always doing his flippy-dippy moves. And then everyone was like, way, until he attacked Sami Zayn again. I mean, I absolutely love it when we do things like this. And usually the outcome would have been Sami being beaten. And while he didn't win, it wasn't his shoulders that got pinned for the one, two, three. In fact, it was mostly Corbin screwing everything here because he ran in. He was just throwing people into Alan the announce table. And even when Sheamus got in there to try and fight back, Happy just went, no punched him in the face. I was then absolutely dying because it was Seamus' turn to take everybody out, but when he whacked Sammy once again, it was like, boo, boo. It was just so nice to watch. Now, all we need to do is get Zayn's old theme music back, so I don't particularly like his new one, and all will be right with the world. Moss also got this asshole treatment because he dared to touch this hometown hero. And then, yes, the fatal five-way klaxon sounded, ha, which is not a thing, but it was just move, 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 move. And the momentum of this thing, I'm exaggerating, but it's still kind of true, was perfect. I mean, the whole thing that they had structured, it just worked. It was also done so that Sammy could be hit by a white noise off the ropes when he disappeared for a while. And, of course, we did this. So when he did re-enter, everybody in that damn arena thought he was going to win and again the noise I mean it will fill you up with life this was especially true when he hit the halluva kick on ricochet and the ref went one and the ref went two and then at 2.999 happy corbin grabbed him and pulled him out the ring and i was like that is so damn good and so well thought out because every single human being was livid at corbin he's such a good heel also opened up the door for sheamus to run in there and hit the bro kick in order to get the win like i say i was totally cool with this who doesn't want to see Seamus versus Gunther. I mean, there will be one guy saying, I don't want to see it. That's great. Go have an ice cream or something. I definitely do. This rocked up. That's why WWE must have been listening to me recently too, because after this, we had a Viking Raiders funeral segment where they were going to say goodbye to the New Day. And I was like, well, that sounds ridiculous. I was excited. Michael Cole also sold this as if it was going to be really creepy. And it was kind of good. I mean, they basically just burned a bunch of New Day merchandise. Although Sarah Logan was there who the flub knows what's going on. Otherwise, I mean, they were just like, oh, the war in Valhalla and we must destroy Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. And I do like this feud, but I really wouldn't give it an up or down. It was basically there and it went again. And of course, it's trying to tell you, you need to respect Eric and Ivar now. They're a bit crazy. Also had a quick interview with Liv Morgan after this, who said that she knows that Shayna Baszler's going to go after her arm. When I realised, no, wait, she didn't say Shayna Baszler. She said Shotzi. Huh? And then we went to Shotzi, who said that is right. I am going to go after Liv Morgan's arm because from nowhere <laughs> it was Liv Morgan versus the Shots. Now I will admit this was not in a good spot because nothing could have followed that fatal five way because the crowd was so loud for it. However, I did understand what we were doing here. Liv Morgan needs to get some wings going into Clash at the Castle. Right now, Shotzi isn't doing as much as anything, so she may as well get beaten. She did. It also didn't go that long, and Shotzi didn't really go after Morgan's arm. I mean, she did a little bit, but she just hit some moves, and eventually she hit her taunt stick. Liv didn't like that. She hit the oblivion. One, two, three. We were done. I was like, all right, what are you going to do? Of course, Shayna was out to whip Liv's ass after this, and even pretended that she was going to break the arm. 
But then she decided against it because she wants to do it at the pay-per-view instead or premium live event. I was like, Shane, what are you doing? You're meant to be... Break it now. You're probably going to regret it. But look, I love the fact that Shayna Baszler is back in this position. It's where she always should be. This was also a very smart booking decision because, again, Morgan got a victory. Up. It then turned out that our main event segment was going to be a big face-off between Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Although when Drew was going to the ring, what did he find? Carrion Cross's hourglass. Dun, dun, dun. And I was like, Drew, you don't need to worry about this guy. When you face him, just start going tick-tock, clock, tick-tock, clock. And he won't be able to handle it. But like, Ugh! Claymore him and you'll get the win. Roman was totally by himself too because Paul Heyman is still dead after SummerSlam and the Usos weren't able to get across the border. And the less said about this, the better. But honestly, if you want to see someone get like a Stone Cold Steve Austin reaction from 1999, you have to go and watch this. I mean, once again, I'm blowing that up a little bit but the man came across like a star. He also thought that Drew McIntyre was full of it because on Raw he'd been like, man, I'm carrying this company on the back because it's the head of the table that's been doing that and without him, WWE would be nothing and Drew's a piece of crap. Surprise, surprise, that brought out the Scottish Warrior, which made me chuckle because I, I guess you were waiting for the right time. And after he threw a few more barbs at Roman because of the first time ever you're by yourself, where's the bloodline? He kind of carried on what he had done on Monday because he was like, let's fight. So they fought. However, just when McIntyre was going to hit the Claymore, Sami Zayn teleported in from nowhere and he took it for Roman Reigns. So we are continuing to plant these seeds. But even better still, Roman was like, I'm going to give him the spear. He went to do that, but Drew still hit him with the Claymore. He then picked up both belts and was being like, oh, I'm going to be the champion. I'm going to win at the pay-per-view uh, premium live event. That's how SmackDown went off air. So this week really has been about just building Drew McIntyre up and up and up. And it has definitely worked because while I'm a little bit worried, this means he's not going to win the championships at Clash of the Castle. We're still ensuring he climbs that baby face ladder. And also when SmackDown was over, everything in my being said, well, Simon, you better tune in next week. I was like, shut up, brain. We're going to do it anyway. But at least I'm more excited giving it up. Which was the end of this week's Smackdown. As you can see, there weren't that tremendous amount of segments because we dedicated so much time to the Intercontinental Number 1 Contender Championship match. But I am totally cool about that and I tell you, this show is really rocking and rolling at the moment. Like I say, I actually can't wait for the next seven days, especially because we are gearing up for that premium live event. No shock horror here. Up. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.